and welcome to the Health and Wellness Made Easy podcast, where we're focused on helping you love the life you already have. New episodes are generally released every Monday, except when they're not. I'm your host, Coach Laura Adair with Compassionate Coaching, and I am so very glad you're here. If you're feeling unsatisfied with your life, putting up with what does not serve you, or burning up all your precious energy trying to be something or someone you're not, welcome, my friend. You are in the right place. Using masterful coaching and human design tools, I can help you fully embrace who you are at your core so that you can love the life you already have. I have an amazing guest today, Juliet Stapleton. Juliet is an online visibility strategist specializing in marketing and business coaching for life, wellness, business coaches, and experts. Internationally recognized for her direct non-traditional methods, she helps clients show up online in full authenticity. She's a passionate speaker, writer, and thought leader, and she lives in the medieval city of Tallinn, Estonia. Welcome, Juliet. It is so nice to have you with us today. I am so honored to be here. Thank you so much, Laura. Gosh, you're so welcome. Um, do us a little favor, if you would, and please tell us a little more about you and where you're from and what lights you up. Well, as you mentioned, I'm from a beautiful Tallinn in Estonia. It's it's uh, the fifth most northern capital of the world. It's the best kept secret, really well-preserved medieval old town. It's a real, real gem. So definitely a little plug in, come and visit, right? So uh I am up here and uh, I'm an online visibility strategist. I'm a mother of a theoretical physicist uh, and uh, and a little small puppy who is currently a struggle, but I'm hoping that that's going to finish someday. Um, yeah, so uh, I have been living, um, I was living in Ireland for two decades of my life. So I'm half of my life, I spoke English and half of my life, I spoke Russian. And at this stage, I don't even remember that part when I spoke Russian, which is my first language. So I continue speaking English, living back in my own country. So there's a lot of controversy in my life and a lot of weird stuff in my life. Um, but you know what? I love it either way. I I love the fact that I'm here and I'm just so looking forward to sharing a little bit of wisdom or a little bit whatever I can bring into every one of the listeners' lives today. Awesome. Awesome. So um, tell me, uh, what exactly is it that you do? What do you do, Julia? Awesome. So uh, the online visibility is a huge, huge area, right? So to clarify, I specialize in um, organic marketing on Facebook, using your Facebook profile, like I'm really niche. And uh, it's all about attraction marketing. So it's all about uh, creating content, um, creating content that gets you seen, recognized, and um, invited to great opportunities as you can Am I, may I plug in the human design already here? I'm oh, projector. absolutely. My very next story <laughs> is going to be, how did you discover human design? So please go ahead. Yeah. So I'm a projector and uh, the way projector is, you know, advice to show up is really a perfect way to show up for most of the, um, of the types anyway, for most people, because it's all about, you know, creating content and sharing, sharing from the heart and, uh, and, and creating the visibility that gets you seen and creating this kind of shiny cover that the first impression is really sharp. And this is what I do. And this is what I help my clients with. And at the same time, I'm also helping people 
uh, I work with coaches and experts. So people who show up as who they are, personal brand, uh, and share some expertise or, um, you know, help people with facilitating some transformations in, in their business, through their business. And so what I also help them is to fall in love with the journey of marketing themselves rather than seeing marketing as some sort of chore, because it comes with a certain energetics. And when we find that balance uh, to actually really like expressing yourself in a very specific to who you are way, there is joy, there is um, satisfaction, there is a real feeling of self-recognition that helps show up more. And that means that you're showing up more consistently. You're showing up with really good energy. You're not concerned about making money, but you are actually concerned about the energy of abundance, receiving, giving, and being re-given. That's beautiful. And I think that the world needs more of that. People showing up as themselves. I know I've... um I have been uh, self-employed in this industry for uh, almost six years now, and I've had um, a shit ton of marketing training. Okay. So I've taken every course out there in marketing your business and it's all this sort of real masculine energy, sort of bro marketing stuff where I'm a this and I can help you with that. And, and all of this, like really, and what that is, is it's like manifest your energy, right? It's designed for one specific energy type. And if it's not my type, it'll never land. Right. For somebody and, and sort of promoting my coaching practice through this really sort of aggressive masculine style is really out of integrity with who I really am as a woman entrepreneur, as a manifesting four, six generator who, you know, I'm designed to respond and respond with a lot of power, but not necessarily make stuff happen. So I love that, that you're, you're talking about, you know, doing marketing and showing up authentically and as yourself and the way that you're designed to. Can you speak more to that? Oh, absolutely. In fact, there's something I really wanted to say. Yes. You know, I have, I work with um, manifesto, female manifestors that I absolutely love and they struggle. They struggle to be showing up and attracting clients online sometimes. So if you're a manifestor, it's not a given that even these strategies are going to work for you because mm-hmm. I think that it's not just that they are these strategies you mentioned. It's so good that we're talking about this because it's important to have a very, very clear awareness what they are. So not only they are strategies to initiate and uh, what is it? 91% of humanity is not here to initiate, right? So mm-hmm. that's one thing. And the other thing is it's also a strategy for someone who it has a will center defined who can set goals, you know, achieve a commit, but not only just anyone with a defined center, the one who lives in alignment with their strategy. And so they have access to their will center in order for them to achieve and, and go through this. And we have these individuals like Tony Robbins who are in alignment, whether they're, they're aware of human design or not, just naturally found the, the alignment and, in their presence, everything is brilliant and they get great results and, you know, and, and they inspire us, but when they're not around, things don't work. It doesn't like you can be a manifester, but you don't have a will center defined. You're not in alignment. And, and also as a manifester, you, you cannot build it up unless you have a big team. Right. So, um, I'm a solopreneur still. I love being a solopreneur. It's so, you know, 
I'm my own. I call my own shots, like Pretty Woman. I tell, I say when, I say who. <laughs> I say when, I say who, I say when. I love that. Yes, yeah. So this is something, and you know, a lot of people I work with are also people who are not interested in having this big team and, and extra responsibilities. But then the manifesto wouldn't have the uh, resilience to build something, and they're just get too bored too quick, and so they want to move on. And it's just finding that balance. This is where human design comes as such a liberating compass for what we can do with releasing the um, idea that these strategies that are everywhere and it's so noisy that they're the only way to success. But right. we're, you know, it's it's all, it's the art of persuasion, right? To make us think in a certain way. And you know what? For some people, it works. And so they're the ones who get these results. So they're the ones who... Uh, you know, back up and say, yes, I second this. These are the results. But they are probably also energetically aligned with this strategy. So, you know, how many people don't get the results? That's my question. Uh, a ton. And I spent several thousand dollars on a on a program to help me market my coaching practice and get visibility. And it really boiled down to you need to call everyone, you know, yes. and ask for their feedback yeah. on your hot hook. And, you know, your niche statement, the who I help thing. And it was like, are you kidding? That is so far outside of what works for me and the way that I'm designed undefined will center and that four, six manifesting generator energy that it was a no go. And she had like this money back guarantee, but only if I called the hundred people that I had in my closest circle. And I was like, are you kidding? And so these people are great salespeople. They know how to tap into that. Uh, desire of, you know, let's have, you know, let's make you a million dollar coach this year. And, you know, for $50,000, I'm going to teach you how to market your practice. But seriously, if it's not in alignment with who you are, it won't work. No, no. And and I can, I can see how there is a true conviction. So let's just be, let's just be clear. We're not here like calling out that people are liars. There are no, plenty no. of porky pies flying around, but mm -hmm. we're not, we're not, uh, saying that they are liars because something that it works for them. Sure. The truth is that, and this is where a lot of these coaches are unaware themselves to the simple fact that it's not through hard work and it's not through the fact that, you know, they just committed fully to something um, that this strategy worked for them. It's just was something that was aligned to, to who they are, you know, and, and worked in that way, but it, it's not going to work for everyone. And so then what happens when you don't have this awareness is that there's a lot of self-shaming. When I invest into a program, you invest it in the program, then you try doing it. And it's just, this is not something that you don't even want to do. Mm -hmm. And isn't it, you know, uh, somebody said, and I don't remember who, who it was, but somebody said, you know, when we operate in human design, this is like our default. This is the easiest thing for us. It's like, it's our comfort zone. So nothing that's outside our comfort zone, that's inside our comfort zone would feel horrible. Yeah. It would feel natural. Yeah. So it's something that's required by a strategy feels unnatural. Now, uh, not that if you have a little kind of, you know, uh, stage fright, that's a different <laughs> feeling, right? You have to be clear, sure. you know, because that's, that's different. But, but if it's really, really something that against your values, against who you are as a person, this is not how you behave with people in your real life, then it's never going to work for you. And that's just show straight away. So, you know, and I think the awareness of this is very important because sometimes you could be that person who this strategy will work mm -hmm. for. Uh, unfortunately, so, I'm not yeah. designed to cold call a bunch of people. That's not. <laughs> no, 
That's not not only I don't cold call people, I don't pick up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even pick up the phone. The phone rings and I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to anyone. You know, I just want to be left alone. Um, So, you know, the phone is not necessarily I don't like, uh, you know, traditional sales uh, techniques. And I truly I once had a a client who was a sales professional kind of triggered by me talking about the fact that the sales techniques don't work Mm. for everyone and how they didn't work for me. And she was very upset because, you know, she was had decades of experience in this. And yet, and that was way before I started talking about human design generally. But the truth is that what works for, say, a manifesting generator even wouldn't work for a projector. Mm It just wouldn't work. You know, and so I was I, I had a right to complain that something that I didn't that I followed and 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 tried to implement made me feel really bad. And, I, and my, my whole point was, how can it work for you if it makes you feel so bad? You exactly. have to find a different way. Right. Absolutely. Well, I wonder if we could back up just a moment, Juliet. Can you tell me a little bit of your personal story on how you discovered human design? I actually, I discovered human design only two years ago, although I think I intuitively were, I was experimenting or I was in the design for maybe since 2013 or so. There was a very pivoting moment, clear pivoting moment when I started really focusing on working with this, the negative self-talk and, you know, just kind of very disempowered stances that I had and fixating on uh, negative situations. Then I later on, you know, in, in human design, I have a channel of um, logic uh, defined, which means that, yes, which means that uh, sometimes my thoughts can go toxic on me and I can play the bad scenarios that are not true. I still, it still happens, you know, it's never going to stop. I am just now more aware when it happens. Um, so when I found uh, human design, I really don't remember who said what about human design, but I am a one, three and one, three is the research, instant research. Google is my middle name. And I happened to Google and, uh, I think I got into my um, went did my chart. I, I like astrology. I was always, I'm a very logical person. And yet I'm, I have this other side of me where, for example, I was always asking the Chinese book of wisdom ever since I remember myself from childhood, I would ask most important questions and get guidance on those questions. Um, I think I did this up until my mid thirties, I'm 45 now. So there was a bit, bit period when I didn't do it. And when I discovered human design, I realized that this is coming into my life. This, what I always knew is true, is coming to my life through a little bit of a kind of transformed way, more logical way, more clear for me and practical. And I can take these things and, you know, implement them because sometimes things that are a bit too philosophical, especially, you know, this like interwoven phrases and you're, you're saying, please give me it in plain English. I need to know what to do. You know, I don't care about the contemplation. Just give me what to do. And so that's how my brain works. And human design was just bingo. I went deep into the rabbit hole of research. And of course, at that stage, I never even thought I'm going to be using it in my business. I was just consuming so much information about myself as a projector and and, and anything to do with that and the, the whole art of waiting for invitations. Um, and that was a very interesting one for me because um, I always 
said, and it was a big topic and like content topic in my visibility, that dreams come true. But I had these dreams like premonitions. For example, when I was three years old, I, you know, always entertained everyone around telling them that I'm going to go and marry um, D'Artagnan from Three Musketeers, right? Mm -hmm. Because his Constance is now dead. She was poisoned. I'm great. You know, I'm going to fly to Paris. Um, I always knew I'm going to fly somewhere, find this foreign husband that doesn't speak my native tongue, and I'm going to marry him and then probably fetch him back because I never had this idea that I'm going to stay there. And literally, that's exactly what happened. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm getting, I'm a splenic projector, so I have this like body tingles when I'm saying something that's really super aligned and it's true. And I somehow, I had these premonitions and I, created invitations. Sometimes I invited myself into, um, into things, but I have to say there were mysterious things that were happening along the way. Even for me to live in Estonia, it was late nineties. Our economy was very different from the West and even to save the money enough to buy a flight ticket to say London, uh, where I ended up, it was, you know, insane amount of money that you needed. And yet I got an email from somebody. I was a singer in a band and they invited my band to sing to on, on a festival in Orhos in Denmark and they paid for everything. And, oh, wow. and of course, I then invited myself. I said, listen, guys, I'm going to London after that. Can you buy me a ticket to London? And they said, yeah, no problem. And that's the invitation that came in out of the blue for me, just dreaming about this life and creating energetic little, you know, readiness for receiving this invitation and that's how i ended up um, abroad and then i met my husband who's a music producer from the age of 12 i said i'm going to marry a producer mm. <laughs> don't ask so um, okay. and and yes and like this is these are the things i was just saying and everybody was rolling their eyes and yet everything happened you know all these things happened we bought a house in ireland and i said you know honey i don't see myself growing old in this house i don't know why i can't imagine myself being like aged and living in this house and after 15 years we packed everything threw away 99% of our possessions into big skips and drove literally into the sunrise early in the morning to fly back here to Estonia with a couple of suitcases. So things happen, you know, like this. And, and it's amazing. Anyway, back to human design. <laughs> Fast forward a couple of years, I kept thinking that I I feel like I, I'm an ambassador for uh, human design as, as a compass to alignment. I really feel, and I felt it from the moment I discovered it. And, and with all this research, I, I just didn't feel like I have to, it has to be just for me. And I was very insecure. One, one three is a very insecure profile when it comes to knowledge. And, and I was very insecure because there's so many amazing human design coaches. And who am I? Who am I to just, you know, read a couple of books, as I thought, you know, but probably I read more than anybody else. <laughs> and so uh, I thought, who am I to bring it in and, and make money of it, you know, but I'm also logical and I am uh, a visibility strategist. I understand that the power of niching, especially for a projector. And uh, last November, um, it was the 11th of the 11th. And I said, Today is the date. I'm stepping out of my closet. I'm announcing to all my clients that from now on, I cannot, I can no longer hold the human design stuff in. I'm probably going to talk about it a lot. And I apologized to them. And I said, this is what's going to happen. And then, you know, it's going to be over the next few 
months official, I started my podcast called Visibility by Design. I started approaching amazing guests that I have now have season one is out. And um, I just felt like this was the day. It took me a little bit before I started producing my own trainings and, and pouring out all that research and all that core understanding of things that are important for our marketing, because you don't need to understand everything about human design in order for you to realign enough to start enjoying your marketing even, you know, enough to start uh, following your strategy and, and, and making decisions with your authority. It doesn't take too much. And so this is my uh, mission is just to take this practical information, package it in the plain English and, and also with my support and encouragement and with the defined plain, helping my clients trust their journey, help them on their journey. And now it's official. So that's my story of human design. What a beautiful story. I love that. I'm wondering, what do you think has been the biggest impact in your life or maybe a story from one of your clients of incorporating human design, i.e. your strategy and authority? Oh, I can. I have a story. Oh, I tell me a story. story. I love yes, story. I have a story. Um, now, I've, I've been practicing and, and experimenting, especially with honoring my energy. This was something that human design gave me permission to not be consistent, even though as a visibility strategist, as someone, I was branded the queen of visibility. You don't get that kind of brand if you're inconsistent. You know, no. people were saying to me, how are you consistent? And, and I don't know uh, whether it was just because I thought I needed to, or when I did, when I ran a human design chart for my business, it was actually a generator business. Uh -huh. It was a generator business. It was a generator five, one, very complicated profile, by the way, you know, yes. it's all about the projections. Mm -hmm. And looking back, I can say, we, you know, I, I don't want to, to go into all the nitty gritty details, but looking back, I can see how it was affecting the way I was perceived. And, and um, it was not so easy. So I give myself credit for being the queen of visibility because it wasn't easy. Um, but somehow I had this life force to keep going and creating this uh, consistency. I am uh, as a naturally projector myself, I love efficiency. I love systems. So I always find these shortcuts or certain tools that help me um, maybe schedule content on repeat in certain way that um, post things that I forget to post, like testimonials and mm -hmm. the quotes or things that we forget to post. And But yet they are credibility markers that others need to see in order, you know, to create this impression of, of how you help your clients, what you do, you know, some invitations to join my list, invitations to join some of the programs that they can just go and consume, you know, all these, all these kind of things. What's interesting. And the, here's the story of the impact. When I had this idea on the 11th of uh, 11th last year, that human design is going to be my new niche. I'm going to pivot or niche down. I ran another chart and my current business is a manifesting generator. It's an emotional manifesting generator with a one, three profile, which is my natural profile. And what the way one, three needs to show up is so much attraction marketing. It's like you create content that pours out of you. That's all through you. It's a very self-absorbed profile. So you kind of self through being self-absorbed, you serve the community. So mm -hmm. through you consuming information, processing it inside and then sharing and trying things and testing things and sharing what doesn't work and just sharing it. That's when you're serving the humanity. And for me to embody that and then 
feeling the support of the energy of my business and starting to write about human design and marketing, human design and branding, you know, business energetics and adding this more and more. It flipped. If, if before, you know, visibility is one thing, business is another thing. I was the queen of visibility, but in my business, it was a struggle. I don't mean I was struggling financially. It was struggle energetically. You know, it just always felt like really pressurized and insecure. And, you know, I never wanted to, to see the facts. There was always, there was a lot of money worries, even though on paper, everything was okay. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't feel secure in it. Whereas with the human design niche, it obviously all clicked. And then this one, three profile, it just allows me to see super clearly how my funnel works in my business. And mm-hmm. I know 100% how to get new clients, which was very vague before. I knew how they're coming in, but I couldn't leverage this because it was just too much of a, I think it was coming, maybe it was coming from 5-1 because I wasn't in control of how to control the projections or expectations of people. They would come into me and they say, make me visible. And <laughs> what they thought I'm doing and what I knew I was I could do for them sometimes were different things. Whereas now there's so much clarity when new clients come to me, they're sort of, I'm saying, what do you expect from this or that? And what they're saying to me is exactly what I'm doing. So the clarity kicked in big time. And it was just so, so beautiful leaning into who you are and just really expressing yourself, finding so much joy and security, which is for line one. (laughs) This is the main (laughs) thing, I think, feeling secure. Oh, yeah, that, that definitely was a big impactful story for me. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And a quick little segue here. So the name of our podcast today is Health and Wellness Made Easy, Love the Life You Already Have. And what do you think is key in learning to love the life that you already have, Juliet? Oh, I think the biggest, the key to it is to to stay in the now, Mm. to stay in the now, to appreciate what you have in the now, to learn, to not to listen to your mind that might be always rushing forward or hanging on to something that happened in in the past, but actually just slowing down and in the now experiencing life. This for me was the biggest lesson generally. And and I know I am a splenic projector. So I know that in the now for me becomes even more important uh, because everything exists only in the now for for Mm. the spleen. That's how it works. However, when I allow to fall into this, the, the moment of stillness, then I can allow myself to receive, you know, I have a completely open will center. So it's a completely open will center. It is designed to receive. There's nothing lacking there. It's like, just receive and good things will come to you. And so staying in the now allows you to tap into these energies that you have and then appreciate the abundance in your life, appreciate all the good things in your life. So you need, you can love your life as is mm. nothing's missing. Julia, what would you tell people who are blocking that receiver? I'm, I'm that, like a that blocking master. You're a blocking I'm the master, master of blocks. <laughs> oh, I'm blo- good, good. Because even that that uh, channel I mentioned before, the channel of logic, mm-hmm. um, I think that it's the it's the gate sixty three that does that. I think I might be. I'm so dyslexic with numbers; it might be completely. It might be gate four <laughs> instead. Me but too. what one of those gates is doing is like yeah. poisoning me because it's playing the scenarios of what is going to happen, and 
if the scenarios are negative, you know, and they're all, it's always future kind of based. What if he calls me and says this? What if she does this? And it's like, what if, what if, what if, what if all the time on, and you can't stop it. So I'm kind of the master of blocking, uh, leaning into this moment of stillness and with the defined head a moment of stillness is very difficult because you have this constant buzzing all the time you yes, just we never do. stop <laughs> everyone in my family has a defined head and once we were having a, a meal I said guys can you imagine that there are people who actually can slow down and have stillness and nothingness in their heads and they both looked at me and you could see that they cannot imagine this they yeah. don't know that this exists. We just, we can take the word, you know, for it. So, you know, when um, for us, meditation and things like that in the classic sense, it, it just doesn't work. So yes, that channel um, is just so, so, so loud. There's something, there could be something in your design. That's why human design is so good to just have a look, have a dig into it, just see yeah. what maybe, what is there that is happening for you. For me now, I've, I've discovered what it is. Yes, of course, there's conditioning in some centers and things like that, but that channel itself, that's where, when it's tapping into the shadow frequency, that's when the trouble starts, like real trouble. So now I'm much more aware when that starts. And sometimes it's very difficult to prevent it completely because it's part of who we, who I am, right? So you can't completely remove it. It's going to fluctuate. Well, but it's easier to kindly sort of stop yourself, say, you're doing this again. Let's, yeah. let's move back and let's think about what if everything works out or even just, just feel like receiving, just feel it. That's my personal experience. So obviously I can't tell you what to do if you're blocking it, but there might be something and just learning about how you operate is probably the best place to start. Yeah. And you know what? I think a lot of us have um, that channel or uh, something like it, because that's the story, right? That's that story that's running. What if, what if, what if, what if? And I'm like, you know, let go of what if and let's see what is, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Let's Absolutely. see what is. I love it. I'm going to use this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to listen back to that because that was great. And sometimes I just get these divine messages that come through <laughs> and I'm like, what if, what if to what is? I think that's what we're going to call this podcast from what if to what is. <laughs> I love this. Yes. Excellent. I love that. So before we get in uh, into the part where I ask you all about how to get in touch with you and any special offers you might have, is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we move on to that? Anything come up for you? Well, uh, there's so much. There really is so much that we can talk about when it comes to um, human design and, and, and things. Oh, yes. I really, really want to talk about one thing. Sure. If you are new to human design and you're listening to, you know, this podcast, whether you are regular listener or maybe you just you stumbled upon it and, you know, su surprised, but you have this reservation and you say, oh, I just don't want another big system to learn. And I just don't want this, you know, I don't want to be put in a box. Like, why are you saying your projector? You'll keep saying your projector. What's this one, three? What is the, all this, you know, numbers? I don't want to be labeled as something. This is, it's so beautiful with human design because we're only using these labels really to identify certain things. Then when we then get aware, more aware or build that awareness around these concepts and the, and our type, our strategy, you know, the feelings we feel in our body, those labels, they become irrelevant. We're just using them for references. It's not about who you are because we are really all things and also 
every day will have some planetary influences and I'm a projector, but today I could be a manifesting generator because of the transit of the day. And we are all things. And this concept is so important to really embrace that, yes, you have this default operating system. You have this default definition, uh, themes that you are consistently playing back all the time or broadcasting all the time. But you also have access to other things as well. And, and you don't lack anything or it's just because you have a defined head that doesn't mean that you only have one way of looking at things or maybe it's the Ajna I'm talking about. You know, you don't have just one way that the world exists for you. You know, there is more to it. And sometimes, you know, you can embrace things when you when you allow yourself to be whole. That's something that I wanted to mention. Oh, that's beautiful. And I, I, uh, I'm in a training at this point and the trainer keeps saying, we all have all of the chart, right? And by chart, I mean your human design chart. Like if you go to Jovian archive or genetic matrix and you get your body graph, we all have all of the chart. There's just some areas where we're a little more open and a little more consistent and, you know, and, and, this gives us a language to express sort of what we've always known to be true about ourselves, but couldn't quite express. Does that sort of mirror exactly. back what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Because what exactly? Because those consistent things and and consistent energies, those are our comfort zone. Those are the things that are so familiar. We are, ex, you know, we know them. And even when we are operating in the shadow frequency of of a certain, um, you know, whatever. Def, uh, say, if we have a defined, I don't know, identity center, and and uh, we actually feel like we don't have the direction, and we get really fixated because you know, it's it, there's duality in definition. So you, if you have a defined center, it could be that it's, you know, broadcasting the right things, or it could be broadcasting all the wrong things, you know, it's <laughs> like either, or that's how it works. You know, yeah. that's why there's a lot of people with, we call it limiting beliefs, you know, disempowering thoughts and stances, mm -hmm. but sometimes they come from our definition. It doesn't, this is where this whole concept, sometimes people get very disappointed. They're like, Oh, I have only two, uh, two centers colored in my chart, <laughs> you know, and, and, and you're saying, well, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that the rest is empty. That's not what it means. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, and, and also if you have these two centers uh, it, um, defined, that also doesn't mean that maybe you're broadcasting the best that they can. You know, you still need to go and see if you if you need a little bit of work done, but it's going to be easier for you to move from one to another, I think, you know, because there's still the energies, even you always have the duality, you always have the, the good one and the bad one. You might be singing that bad song now, but you do know about the good one you know it, mm -hmm. you know, so it's about accessing it. Right. And with the open centers, it's like sampling everything around, just having, having a dance with the, I know it's a very generator kind of thing, the dance with the universe, but we all dance with the universe. We all yeah. dance with each other with sampling the energies through our, you know, openness. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really a beautiful, beautiful thing. I think so as well. Thank you for that. So if I wanted to get more visible on social media, how can you help me and where can I find you? The best place to find me is actually on Facebook. If you just search for Juliet Stapleton, and I'm sure we're going to have a link here, go to my personal profile. You can go to my page, 
but that's not where I'm sending you, right? I'm sending mm-hmm. you to my personal profile. That's where I'm walking my talk. That's where I show up most. I like connecting to people. I'm not going to do any hard selling or anything. I'm just not that kind of person. So send me a friend request, send me a message saying that you listened to this episode and we'll connect. And that's what it's all about. It's about connection, right? Whatever happens after that, it's up to the universe and you and, you know, all the other factors, but you can at least be in my world. I will be very, very humbled. Or you can go to julietstapleton.com and that's where you can binge on a lot of stuff and check out my blog and my podcast. And there's a few freebies there. There's a, a series I have client attraction profile secrets. So it's all about how to attract clients on Facebook using your profile and creating content and building your audience and just see what's stands out when you are consuming the content and leave the rest. Mm. Just take the advice that stands out. Take what you can use and leave the rest. I love it. So I will make sure that in today's show notes, I've got links to Juliet's Facebook page and her webpage. So you can go binge watch her podcast, which I have been doing this week. It's been amazing. And I'm still learning more just by listening. Thank you so much. I'm very, very honored. I have wonderful guests on the podcast. Yes. And thank you. Thank you so much for your time and your beautiful high energy presence today. It's been such a pleasure to have you here with me. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure to be with you here today. Be sure to check back for more episodes of Health and Wellness Made Easy. I'm your host, Coach Laura Adair. You can find out more information about me and all my program details at laurajadair.com. Until next time, my friends, take what you can use and leave the rest.